Welcome to the Business Legends Podcast, where we interview business leaders and entrepreneurs so that you can learn from their successes, pump up your own inspiration, and meet, and meet the people that make change happen. I'm the host of the show, Reese Arlen, along with my co-host, who's not helping me very much right now, Christian Webb. Say something. I'm quit, dying. Quit laughing at me. <laughs> we are with our great friend, Clifford. So, well, we're, we're with our great friend, 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 fiend, foe, all of the above, Clifford Blankwissett, Jr., with blank real estate and all sorts of other types of adventures. However, Clifford, you are now in an elite category. So not only are we recording not on Wednesday for once with you, so that's just like... That's a one-off, really. I mean, that is that is like extra special status, right? But the second thing is, you are only the second guest we have ever had on this show twice. So no you are way. in an elite category, and our good friend Rich Moyer, who you also are friends with, was the other. So thank you for joining us once again, my friend. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Uh, yes. Before we before we continue, uh, we're, we all got the chuckles because we were talking about some crazy <laughs> stuff that will not appear on the podcast, thankfully, <laughs> during this. Um, but one thing that I do want to say is that um, we do have some very dismal news to report. Um, we, have, we have learned that Clifford is uh, allergic to tequila. <laughs> Deathly. <laughs> Deathly. And, and, and what, what we've learned, we learned this last evening, hanging out at a networking uh, event together, but we learned that if, this is his allergy, if you pour him tequila, he will drink it. <laughs> it's the darndest thing. It's the darndest thing. It just it just works out that way. Yeah. You and know? thank you for the encouragement yes. last night uh, and your guidance. And yes, yes. I, it felt the heavy hands. Yeah. The, yeah. the heavier hand than I've normally seen. Well. Thank you very much. What can I say? I I'm mean, so glad you were on my left. <laughs> so glad you were on my right. I was drinking it. water on the right. <laughs> yeah, he was pouring tequila on the yeah. left. I wasn't yes. driving, and neither were you, by the no, way. No, drink responsibly. But you know, we weren't driving, and therefore I figured. And how often are you in North Carolina these days, anyways? Because now you're living in Florida for the most part, right? Yep. So, so I fly up every few weeks, mm-hmm. um, maybe once a month. Once or twice and a month, maybe. So we had to yep. make the most of it. Yep. You know? So I'm not here all the time. So yeah, we had to we had to get uh, get some stuff in. Yeah, we had to get we had to get our 30 days in in like one. Night. And I think, I we, think did. we did. I, I think we did. I yep. haven't had a night like that in a while, so I think we accomplished it. Was, it. it was a great night. Um, I kind of want to dig into that, and we'll talk about business here in a moment. But um, one of the things that you do is is host a networking event um, with your peers, with us. We've been a part of it for, gosh, when did it start? It was pre-COVID, so oh, three, it's, it's been uh, four years, almost five, almost six years. Wow, almost six yeah. years, and. And so it's just a bunch of bunch of guys that get together, eat pizza, and and drink and have some fun and stuff like that. Yep. Um, where where did you come up with that idea? How did that come about? Yeah, so you know I have the best wife in the world, mm-hmm. and you know yes, si- you do. significant, amazing, yeah, significant amazing other, well. and I love being with her a lot. Um, and so I kind of cracked the code of how I could how can I mix pleasure and business and get to have guys night right whenever I want basically and her <laughs> yeah. when I get home go I'm so glad you went how was it honey yeah yeah, yeah. you know versus uh, yeah. and she wouldn't be this way anyways but like in sure. the beginning of my marriage I was like man I can't like go on this golf trip and go skiing over here and do this with a bunch of guys like literally every month right unless there's business attached because yeah. she has a great business acumen and respect for business sure. as an entrepreneur so she's like, yeah, if if there is fruit coming from these networking events and I can see, you know, the actual fruit dollars or sure. deals or whatever, then Clifford, do as many as you want. Mm-hmm. And so I said, listen, I think if we had a networking night, a poker charity night mm-hmm. uh, every month, um, you know, at, at the office, then I think that, you know, we'd probably make more money. She right. said, let's do it. Yep. And, 
no joke, two and a half years ago, had a poker night and was up till 4 a.m. with Wes, who we're talking <laughs> no, about. Who else? Talking about a deal. <laughs> and we ended up getting that under contract, flipping it to some developers close two months ago, and it was a very good payday. Yeah. And that deal came from poker night. Yeah. So that's just another example. You know, we were sitting there. He had an email come in at like 11 p.m., someone talking about a deal. And next thing you know, we go get under contract, we flip it, and, and make um, not a couple hundred dollars, not a couple thousand dollars, millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it was a few million dollars. Yeah, and wow. uh, it came from Poker Night. Yeah, that's outrageous. No joke. Yeah. And so no wife's gonna complain about that. No one's friend. gonna complain. Yeah. So same thing with golf. You know, I've been I can think of golf trips specifically to Pebble Beach or Wingfoot or Abandoned Dunes, and I talked about a deal on that trip with someone who was on it because yeah. mostly surrounded by real estate people. Sure. Typically on these trips and these Poker Nights where people would touch real estate. And I can say, yeah, went to Pebble Beach three years ago and then two years later represented that company and buying this building and honey, we made a hundred grand. What do you think? Yeah. You know, and like- You could attribute it to that. Right? Yeah. So now I connect the dots and she's so cool with it. So it's good for the marriage yeah. and it's good for the checkbook. It's yeah. good to have somebody that actually picks up on the business acumen it takes to understand business development. Sure. Because mm -hmm. man, that's a, that's a long play, it really is. Super long. It's much harder to have somebody go, why'd you have to go out? Why, why'd mm -hmm. you have to do that? You're not making any money tonight. Yep. Not the point. And she knows I'm happier when I'm hanging out with you guys, mm -hmm. when I'm having fun. I mean, she if I and she knows if I'm happier, then inevitably everyone's going to be happier, right? Because sure. I'm going to treat yeah. you know everyone well. I'm going to be less stressed. So anyway, I just in marriage and business, I think if you can you know think the long game, man, everyone's happier. Yeah, but absolutely. It, it, it does take more effort short term to look long, you know, to have the long game going. Yeah. yeah um, as a matter of fact, like one of the one of the things that Christian and I do about uh, actually it's been about a year ago now. Um, we uh, we started uh, playing pickleball, and um, we've we've signed a couple of deals. We're in a pickleball league together. We're partners. That's in. awesome. And we yeah. signed we've signed two deals just from that. If you were local, yeah. you could play pickleball. Yeah, with us. yeah. You have to it's come a up. One hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't mind flying. I Ultimately, it's our fault, I believe. Like, yeah, yeah let you know to, when pickleball night. Yeah, is. we just have to plan them ahead. Like, like in the past year, I've been here three different times where I. Flew up on the 6 a.m. flight, played 18 holes, got dinner, and was home to tuck my kids in. Wow. I mean, I've, I've done that. I do that a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. so y'all just tell me when. You don't even have a house track. in Charlotte anymore, right? Nope. Wow. Not in a moment. Yeah. Just Virginia and Florida. Wow. And so I come here. I stay. I usually stay in South Park in a hotel. Yeah. Or if I bring the whole family here to see family, just get an Airbnb. Yeah. Mm. Um, That's the way to do it. But, uh, you know, I, my wife would love to have another house here in Charlotte because she's from here. Mm -hmm. um, but man, I, I'm, I'm in a rush and she's not really either. But yeah. one day we would love to have a home here. For sure. Again. You know, um, one of the things I was thinking about a couple episodes ago, um, we had um, Tim and uh, Jared um, with uh, Spherical Media. Is that the Spherical? Yeah, Buzz. Spherical. Buzz. I can't remember the, the second. It's Spherical. It's an amazing video. Yeah, it's company. a videography company. Mm. They're spectacular. Make sure to check them out. But um, they were talking about um, some of the steps they've taken with their employees and stuff. And um, one of the big things, one of the big items that was on their agenda was uh, with healthcare. So they were providing their employees healthcare. But one of the things that just came up was all this talk about mental health and things like that. And um, I think that in our society these days, because one of the things that you alluded to with, with the networking event that we all have and stuff is, I mean, we're all being safe. We're having fun. We Yes, we drink, but we're, I mean, we either Uber or, or DD, and we're all very, you know, uh, conscious of that. But I, I believe that just as much as men and women need each other, I think men need men in their lives and women need women in their lives just because they, they share a, a similar trajectory. Mm -hmm. You know, they share similar... 
um, wavelengths and they go through things and, and stuff like that. And, you know, before I was an entrepreneur, I, I don't really think that society had ingrained within me that to encourage like being a part of associations and organizations and things like that together. I think that I was, you know, mm-hmm. I've been in fraternities and, and different organizations and stuff. But, you know, I, I think that our society should really push people towards that more, like have, like creating communities within themselves for each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that's what we ought to do. We ought to make a community. <laughs> yeah, pickleball community. Yeah. Right? It sounds like you're doing. Yeah. You sure. know, all you really need is one common interest. Yeah. And then you're good. Mm-hmm. You know, so like for us, the common interest is either poker, golf, skiing. Right. You know, we have a bunch, so we can do a bunch of stuff together. Yeah. But like just one common interest will do it. And, you know, getting real, you know, I was in therapy for two years. Mm-hmm. Mental health is very, very important sure. um, to er- for everybody. And, you know, that was <clears throat> back when I was 20, mm-hmm. 21, and 22. And, you know, imagine how ego, I mean, I was pretty ego, t- I had a pretty big ego mm-hmm. at that age. And you were and golfing at the time, right? Yeah, or, yep, competitively. Yep. And it was like therapy saved my life. Mm-hmm. So the mental aspect of mental health part um, you know, in my eyes, should be on the same level as the physical part. Sure. In, in my opinion. Yeah. So. Um, there's a great TED talk. Um, I'll send it to you after the show, but it's um, and we'll try to find it and post it in the in the um, sublink as well. But they uh, they talk about the study that was that's been done at Harvard over the last hundred years, and they talk about the overall happiness in life of of people, and they've they've followed the lifestyle of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over the course of the last hundreds of year, hundreds of year, hundred years, and what they found. You know, a lot of people, I believe, think that it's finances or, you know, uh, achieving great things in your life that that contributes to the highest levels of happiness. But, uh, like, irrefutably, what they found was it's actually the relationships you build and maintain over the course of your life that kind of grants you that long-term happiness effect. So Mm. it's really interesting. It's worth checking out. Um, But... I mean, I think I think there's something to be said for networking in, in that way. You yeah. know, we have a common interest and we can continue on. But um, enough about that. Let's talk business. So uh, Blank Real Estate, um, when we first met you, you, you were a sizable company, but now you are enormous. So how has that how has that trajectory been for you? So you were on the show three, four years ago, I think. And then, you know, we've mm-hmm. just gone up, up, up from there. Yeah. So the we partnered with exp commercial so right. that we could do deals in 44 states instead of just two yeah um and then allowed us to essentially open offices in more states and so now we're in seven states and we we have about 50 commercial brokers mm-hmm. um and so the brokerage part is awesome i'm still a broker still do deals but since we last met where we've really grew is in our acquisition disposition um and investments for commercial real estate and other ventures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in the cycle of a business owner, you know, if you're trying to get that next level, it's like working for your money and then you want your money to work for you. Sure. Right. So I've been trying to go out there and work for money and have a good life and have fun, but then take a portion of that earned income and put it over here and have it work for you. Yeah. And you know, this part's way more difficult in my opinion than the earned part. Right. Sure. And yeah. so, well, this um, is such a, a single focus, right? If mm-hmm. you're if you're working for your money, um, you know, it's kind of like a simple equation: a plus b equals c type of thing. Whereas, you know, when you when you're thinking about, it's like Warren Buffett says: if you never um, if you never find a way to make money while you sleep, you're going to work till the day yeah. that you die. You know. So why do you why do you find it more difficult? Yeah, um, I find it a lot more difficult because one, it takes a long time to make enough earned income to have a sizable amount to go invest. Sure. That's you know it's tough. And then also, 
And when you are a business owner, there's so much in your control, mm-hmm. right? You know, like we're almost, it's our babies and we're obsessed and, oh yeah, I'm going to grow you right and you're going to be a good good little boy or girl, you know? <laughs> but then it comes over here and you just hand it to someone else typically, yeah. you know, in some form or fashion, um, in some way. And then you don't have as much control. Sure. So we invest in blockchain companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big believer in blo- the blockchain and what that's going to do for the future, hopefully. You know, and that was just literally me writing a check, my wife and I, and saying, good luck, you yeah. know? That's tough, right? Sure. And then commercial real estate that we own, we can control, you know, fixing the roof and outfits and et cetera, but we can't always control if that tenant's going to pay rent. Right. You know, and if they don't pay rent, can I pay the mortgage? You know, um, are they going to go out of business? Um, is the tenant uh, going to expand and outgrow your space so they want to sublease? Is the next tenant going to be worse? Mm-hmm. A lot of things out of your control. So, Anyway, um, it, it just takes faith that you've made good decisions, and then it takes a long time, right, to see that investment grow or, or not grow or whatever. Um, Have you gotten used to letting go of that control at all? Absolutely, yeah. And it's a tough thing. How does it feel? It, it, <laughs> uh, it, it feels, so no one, and this might sound arrogant, but no one, I feel, you know, is as actively hungry about growing your money as you are. Sure. I don't, I don't think it sounds arrogant at all. I mean, that's just, you know what I mean? That's, that's so, just the bug of entrepreneurship. So no one moves as fast as I want. Right. Sure. <laughs> but I'm impatient somewhat in business. And so it's like, <sighs> over here, I know how to make a lot of earned income pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I know. like, I, And I'm in control. I could work 20 hours a day, not flinch. No right. worries. But then you hand it off. And some passive investments are different, like commercial real estate, sure. which we own as such. But then, for instance, the deal we were talking about before, went got a piece of land under contract and immediately assigned it to a developer. Mm-hmm. And that developer just needed six more months, six more months, yeah, six more months. And I and, and my partner and I, we were like, if we were running this ship, yeah, this would have been done eight months ago. What right. the frick are they doing? Yeah, yeah. You know, that that's difficult. Yeah, you know, and hoping they perform. You know, and I, and maybe I don't perform over here sometimes, okay? But I just know that if I'm involved, I feel maybe this is the arrogant part. I feel there's a higher chance it's going to perform because I will literally do whatever it takes for it to work yeah, to get the outcome that you're, to get the that outcome you're looking for. Exactly. And so I was bugging the heck out of those developers. Yeah. I'm like going to their office, like, what y'all doing today? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I could have got this done eight months yeah. ago. You know? <laughs> Should, shouldn't you be putting siding up right now? Are you sending an email? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out there. yeah. Where's your attorney? You know, <laughs> right. let, uh, let's get this going. Yeah. And so, uh, and then, but also having a bunch of kids has really helped me with that patience part. And, sure. you know, you just got to let go a little bit. Um, but yeah, that, that transformation, the last four years, three years since we met was, trying was earning income is going up good mm-hmm. having other people around me to make that go up but then the biggest part is the investments and letting go and trusting you know and trying to make money while you sleep like right you said yeah absolutely it's it's amazing to see you know how well first off how you guys have expanded i must say um, so let me let me ask you this. You said you said that you um, still are brokering deals, um, at least somewhat occasionally. Has the frequency of that gone up or down, or or how's how's that worked for you? For me, it's went down individually okay. myself. The volume of the deals are larger, sure. so I'm doing less deals, but the commission checks may be bigger. Mm-hmm. But then you know we have a lot of brokers that when they do a deal, we get a piece. Right. And so even though I'm doing less deals the earned income has went up because now making money from multiple people instead of just 
Clifford being the broker of, of, of the day yeah. and closing every deal. Yeah, yeah. There's not enough time in the day. Sure. You know, so um, my personal volume uh, has really went up because the deals are larger, but there's been far less of them. I yeah. used to do 20 to 30 deals a year mm -hmm. as a commercial broker. Right. Dude, I never stopped. Yeah, it was just nonstop. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, imagine people who say, yeah, I sold 30 homes this year. Well, yeah. try doing 30 commercial deals. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> For where, sure. Where you out. So, just less deals, uh, higher volume, bigger commission checks, and then mentoring many people, um, which, you know, diversifies things because let's just say I got hit by a bus and I was bedridden. It'd mm -hmm. be hard for me to do 30 some deals a year. Yes, it would. But these other brokers I'm mentoring, you, they get deals done, we get a piece. So it it's, uh, takes the risk factor of our income disappearing overnight, brings it way, way down. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, on the subject of, of mentoring, have you thought about uh, doing some sort of, I, I don't, I mean, I'm sure Christian could probably take this idea and run with it, but have you thought about doing some sort of, um, I would almost call it like an online education where, you know, you could create videos that, that kind of give you at least a great starting point A to Z. You know, it's one thing if you have a question or, or some sort of problem that comes up, but you know, this is, this is what it means to work at blank real estate, for instance. Yeah. Like, have you thought about doing any type of a program like that? I have, and I've got, I've got a mental block yeah. um, with that. It's <laughs> tough. It, because a lot of people, social media has really kind of tormented me a little bit in this sure. way. There's a lot of people who have courses and classes and, mm -hmm. and all that, and they literally don't know what the hell they're doing. Right, yeah. <laughs> or they've had very little success, and then it's say, all right, I sold two deals, so now I'm going to just sell 8,000 courses, and I'm the man on it, or right. I'm the girl on it. Yeah, yeah. Even though I've done 250 deals in commercial mm -hmm. real estate, and even though I've won this award and that award and all that, I still don't feel like I've proven myself enough to go out and do that. Wow. I just, I think that, I and I'm SIOR, I'm all, I check all the boxes for someone who should do that. Yeah. But I'm 33. Yeah. And I've only been in this industry for less than nine years. Yeah. I, I know me personally, I would rather, you know, hear from someone who's been in the industry 10, 20 years, 30 years to do that. And maybe sure. I'm, that's my excuse. Yeah. Maybe. You know, maybe I'm in my own way. But I, but there is, there's, I thought about it. And for some reason, I haven't let myself do it yet. That's but, very, and how do you, that, how do you feel about what he's saying? Well, I probably wouldn't do it then. And the reason is, is because if you can't trick your own mind and believe it, it's for you right now, then you're going to be bad at it anyway. But maybe mm -hmm. next year. Yeah, maybe, maybe next year. year. You're 10. I'm, I'm you're 10. 10. That's it. That's yeah. it. Golden 10. That's one. I think you're right. Yeah, I would say you are in your own way on that one. But the problem is, it's, if you're in your own way, don't do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like you already got so many things going, you know? Yep. Like, Yep. Speaking of that, what's uh, what's on the horizon? You're always yep. doing something new. Always what's something what's new. Coming yeah. Up? Yeah. yeah, what's coming up? Uh, yeah. Thanks for asking. So, um, a good buddy of mine, Grant Stevens, who was there last night, mm -hmm. uh, he came to me and said, "Man, uh, you, you you influence people very well, mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> we think that you can." I think you can influence other business owners and other people in business. I was just thinking yeah. about our behavior last night, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So being influenced. He said, yeah, being influenced. I'm sorry. That was, that he, was what no, I was No, what he now. said was yeah. you're, you're under the influence. Right. No, no, no. He said, <laughs> no, he said you're in influence. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but he was like, you really motivate people. You move people. Yeah. And, I agree with this. And you, you, we really are missing, you're really missing a chance to grow so in social media and create a platform where people learn from you and others sure. like you. And I was like, oh, so you want to start a podcast? And mm -hmm. he was like, no, I, I want to start a platform like LinkedIn. And, and, wow. and I want, and also we want, I want 
let's have another element to it, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And my other element was uh, giveaways like Mr. Beast. Okay. Okay. Sure. And so I said, so let's let's think about this. So you want to start like a LinkedIn type platform where people can come together and share referrals and deals and learn and how to take their business game to the next level. And then I think a good addition would be to do giveaways for uh, startups, entrepreneurs, salespeople, and do monthly giveaways to help you know um, these people who have great ideas, but they just need money. Yeah. What do you What do you think as far as giveaways? Like, are you primarily talking about money, or do you think that there's room for like technology and I think computers and stuff? I think or? the sky's the limit. Sure. Um, but our first giveaway is going to be ten thousand dollars cash. Wow. And if if someone's a member of the platform, it's called Biz Exchange. Okay. If you're a member of that, you're eligible to win. And, wow. And uh, just for being a member. Just for being a member. Yeah. And now there's a membership cost. It's $100 per month to be a member of Biz Exchange, and basically we have weekly weekly um, Zoom calls uh, where we have guest speakers come in and talk about certain things. Like mm-hmm. knows most entrepreneurs don't have any idea about accounting, how to do taxes, payroll. payroll. We're gonna have specialists <laughs> in every single <laughs> marketing. Marketing. Yes. We're gonna have specialists. Hey, I know. Like I know. Y'all. I know. Uh, two upstanding gentlemen that uh, <laughs> can help you with the marketing. Yeah, we're gonna be yeah. one of the first, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait. But we're going to have guest speakers every week Mm. and that specialize in something and everyone can learn from them. Yeah. And I'm going to listen. That's such a great idea. We're going to listen to the members and say, what are you struggling with? Um, Well, if a few people say, I'm struggling with marriage, we'll get a marriage counselor on here and we'll figure this out. I'm I'm struggling with business and marriage co-mingled. Okay, well, let's figure out someone who can help with that. Um, I'm, I don't know where to invest next. Yeah. Okay, well, if you're interested in real estate investments, let's bring on someone who has a capital fund that goes and buys mini storage. And, and let's hear what they have to say and see if that's interesting to you. Yeah. Um, we're, every week, we're going to bring in people that are better at uh, the topics than I am, yeah. which is everything. It's like and peer-driven resources. That's, oh, that's brilliant, man. Peer-driven resources. And yeah. uh, that's great. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> you need to write that down. Noted. For me. Ha- hashtag marketing language, by the ha- way. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Tra- we're all trademarked about it. by BMSG. <laughs> so, so then it was like, why would someone pay 100 bucks a month? And it's like, yeah, because they're going to have help from peers yeah. and from other people. Well, then I was like, Grant, we got to... We gotta spice this up more, man. Yeah. Mr. Beast is so interesting to me. Yeah, you know, giving away the Lamborghinis and hand on there, Tesla's hand everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it it's, he gave away a jet. Yeah. Okay, he he Island. just made a thousand people um, fix their blindness. Yep. Because of a, a surgery. Yeah. And I thought that is moving. I want to help people now. Yeah. This is helping people, right? Bringing specialists and talking about topic driven mm-hmm. things, but also. What if we could give people money and things that help them reach their financial goals? Yeah. So education and then actually funds to help. So we said, all right, we're going to do it. First giveaway is 10 grand. Yeah. We're launching March 1st. And every month we're going to give away um, either at first money. Yeah. Because our attorney, we paid him a lot of money to come up with terms and conditions. Yeah. So we don't get sued. Right. And someone doesn't own us one day. Yeah. And every time you change up what you're giving away, you have to do a new terms and conditions. Oh, wow. So we're going to start off with cash probably the first six or 12 months. Sure. Because we paid a lot of money to have, have the terms cash. and conditions yeah. for cash. Now, and with that, you can probably just just like change the number on correct. that, right? Okay, yeah. Yep. yeah but sure. if you go Lamborghini, yeah. that brings in a whole nother thing because it's a vehicle and it has to do has different tax implications and all that. So first six or 12. So my goal is $10,000 be the smallest giveaway we ever do yeah. and give away 
give at least once a month do giveaways. That is a very exciting. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, so I know I realize that you know this, but like if you tell Christian anything, then I will then I will hear about it. It's basically as it, and the same thing goes vice versa. If you tell me something, Christian will know about it. We're uh, cybernetically connected, I think, at this I love point. It. But um, so he had so he had alluded to this, but I, I didn't know the details, and I was going to wait. I didn't really dig into it too much because I wanted to speak to you about it. I knew we'd talk about it on the show and stuff as well, but. Um, man, that that is really exciting. I mean, that is such a great idea. Um, talking about a hundred dollars a month. I mean, I think, I, I mean, I think that's great value. You know. Um, I hope people feel that way. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing is that when you're talking to people about stuff that they actually want to know about, I mean, that's you know, you think about how much a college education costs, for instance, and then as far as you know, the what I would call the philanthropic endeavor piece of being able to help businesses and help them learn about things like all the things you mentioned, payroll and how to navigate through things and marketing and whatever else. Um, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe people can be sponsored with their membership and stuff like that, especially brand new, brand new entrepreneurs or something. Mm -hmm. Um, cause for you, I mean, I, I think it's all about helping people, you know, and figuring out what, what makes them tick and what they need to do, you know? So, uh, man, that's, that is really exciting. I can't wait I, to it, see where it goes. So it, it can, we can help so many people mm -hmm. just using the internet. And I know that sure. sounds super weird and primitive. No, it makes perfect and, sense. But like, so first off, because of terms and conditions and, you know, every country is different, all that, yeah. you have to be 18 or older and you can only be in the United States. Right. Day one. Now, as it grows and we notice that people are really wanting, you know, from Canada or your Europe, then we'll, we'll pay more money to have new terms and conditions and right. the attorney will research those countries. But I mean, think how many, you know, a billion people or whatever in America you know, this is a way that a lot of people, if you have access to, you know, internet and a hundred dollars, then, and you come in and you say, Hey, I really want to learn about X. Right. Right. Then it's just so many people in America can be helped for with sure. this platform for sure. And then as a business owner, cause we've got to talk the business part. It's so scalable. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. I've never had a business that was this scalable. Yeah. Because so, infinitely scalable. Infinitely. I mean, I mean, you know, you're you're taking a nationwide approach at first, but to your point, I mean, you could you could very easily take it, you know, internationally if if you want to, if you get the, you know, if you uh, pay the attorney the the money for the terms and conditions and stuff. So right. it's a it's a really brilliant um, piece with Wait, all that. Thank you. All of our businesses have been so geographically connected because it's real estate. Sure. Right. Real estate is very, you know, geographically bound mm -hmm. and, and we've, we feel like we've done well. Right. But you know, you, there's only so much real estate deals I can buy in the Charlotte area or North or South Carolina. And you know, there's only, if I'm only um, producing uh, content or a uh, class for commercial real estate brokers, think how small that niche is. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying, sure. oh, it's a great idea. I'm not saying it's not. But if you're talking about a business owner and you're trying to think, you know, like Amazon, mm -hmm. LinkedIn, mm -hmm. they do billions a day or whatever. What, how could you scale to a point where you could be making a billion dollars a year? Yeah. Well, as a real estate broker, that'll never happen. Right. Selling courses to commercial real estate brokers only, that would never happen. Yeah. Just it's not very enough. niche, very niche specific. So I wanted this to yes probably a lot of business owners are going to do it at first and salespeople and etc but even if a housewife mm -hmm. came on and said i have three kids my husband's gone all day i'm struggling we could bring on someone who is a therapist for mothers mm -hmm. 
and say, listen, there's a lot of people that are parents in the in this group. Can you please talk for 20 minutes on, you know, that how that how you might be able to help them? Right. And then maybe people from that say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Therapist, I'd like to use your services because I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it doesn't just have to be for the business owner. I do want this to be anyone and everyone who wants to better themselves or learn or have a chance at financial gain. That's so I just, that's had, a, so I just had a crazy thought. Maybe this is uh, something for the Here left fielder. Here this it goes. No, this isn't too left field. This isn't too crazy. Here it goes. So you know how uh, Clubhouse came out? And, like, yes. So there's, yeah. so there's millions of people using that now. Yes. There's already groups started on there that would probably be titled almost exactly the problem of the person that you're going to run into, every individual. You could almost pull from those lists of speakers that already do the clubhouse conversations, mm. and they would already have an audience mm-hmm. for it. Mm. Pull them in to talk; their audience follows. Mm. Little crossover. Hey, you Pretty s- brilliant. Y'all are so much smarter than me. It's even, <laughs> I it's wouldn't like, go that it's far. It's like not even funny. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I would not go that I w- far. I would go I would there. Go that, far. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. Thank yeah. you. Let's just say, good idea. Genius. Good. It's really smart in marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah. We I are mean, very. We are very. <laughs> We're talking about niche specifics. We are very niche specific, but, for you sure. Know, but everyone needs marketing. Yeah. Everybody needs marketing. Right. Even the guys and girls on TikTok doing mm-hmm. TikToks need marketing. Right. That is marketing. Yeah. So what y'all do, we everyone do needs. Yeah. Right? So that doesn't bound you. I got to tell you something. So one of the, the one of the times that I was like angriest at Christian, he knows that I push my buttons. I know how to push his part of being business partners. But one of the times I was angry, he knows that when, when things play like Inception, like it just starts to make me angry for no no reason whatsoever. It's just it's a me thing. It's not a anybody else thing. And he goes, dude, you know it's probably three years. You don't even you don't even know what you, what I'm about to say. I guarantee it. So probably three or four years ago, he goes, dude, you know what's really awesome about our industry? And I was like, a lot of things. Because he goes, dude, even marketing companies need marketing. And that's what he said. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> it's just it's just the way he said it. It's very true. Though. It's very true. And so and so you know our niche is everyone really. Right. You know. Um. And uh, we, we've been, I mean, you you know this behind the scenes too. We've been very blessed with with all the wonderful clients we have, and um, we're we've been very selective about our clients, and um, you know the the way our services have have changed. It's just been an incredible ride. But um, only people we like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, why, have, uh, that's, that's never, a powerful that's, position. That's why we've never worked in. for. Oh, it's that's why we never worked for Clifford. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> that was brutal. That was brutal. I don't blame you. That was. Uh, I mean, we don't take anybody to just anybody to Charlotte City. Club, yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, I can't it, wait. I can't oh, dude, we're good. we're gonna do it. Um, well, I, I'll I'll leave off with this. I believe um, I'm gonna do some serious brainstorming because there's so many things that I've thought over the years, and I've been. I guess I've. I guess we've been in the entrepreneurial path for about ten years apiece now, and um, there've been so many things over over the last decade where. I've just thought, like, God, I wish I knew that before. <laughs> I wish I knew that 10 years ago. So, I mean, I think that's, like, step one, you know? I mean, you know, you named you named some of the basics, you know, the payroll, the accounting, the basic level marketing and, and stuff like that. But so many specific things. And, and actually, one of the things I was just thinking about is navigating business partnership, you know? I mean, we've, we get along great, but we, uh, I mean, God knows we've had our, our fair share of challenges and stuff along the way. And we've always been forthcoming about that, too. yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's about speaking to each other honestly and not holding anything back, which luckily comes easy for both of us. So, yep. you know, Clifford has no business partners. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you got a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And mostly in real estate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. All the residential side. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then also buying real estate. My wife and I, I was going to say your yep. wife's kind of your partner in many deals. And Everything. Stuff like, yeah. And, but we've only bought one deal, one commercial real estate deal 
um, that we didn't have one other partner. Mm-hmm. And so I get it, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, but you know, you two, you're in an operating business, you know, where decisions are made daily, right. you know, when you own commercial real estate, far less, so a little easier to navigate. Sure. Um, but the operating side, I, I, I agree. It, it has to, there has to be moments, right? Cause yeah. when you make decisions, not everyone's going to make the same decision. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's one of, one of the things I can, I can distinctly remember, like one of the things that, that we struggled with at first is, um, is each other's time. Um, and what I mean by that is that, well, for instance, Christian is always on. He has no off switch. You know, he's either, he's either running or sitting still. There's mm-hmm. That's his two speeds. He has none other, right? And I have like a walk, crawl, run type of thing. So like if, with, so for, for example, you know, our uh, Monday morning meeting every Monday is at 9.15, right? If you call me before 9.15 about something work-related, I do not like it, <laughs> you know? And yep. so, yeah, and so he calls me every morning at about 8.30. <laughs> he forgot a mode, just to be fair. It's walk, crawl, run, nap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's that's the still. That's the still. But, um, I mean, that's just an example of it all, you yep. know, um, coming coming through. And um, we, you have to learn how to navigate that stuff. So yeah. um, it's very interesting. Um, I don't have a funny question. I've been sitting here trying to think of one. And uh, one. Do you have a funny question for us, Clifford? Do you have a funny question for us? How this many is your shots second. tequila does it take to take down Clifford? <laughs> oh, we were pretty close. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we could do it. We did. Uh, we did I, good I know, last y'all, night. I know yep. y'all could do it. Yep. Yeah, no, so we're making you sound like an alcoholic. This man's literally drinking yeah. once in the last yeah. year. It's probably his first time That was year. the first time I've had alcohol in a year. Ultimately, and I think this is just my fault. Like you, you were just you were solely. Not solely. No, I take it back. You yeah. were pretty close to solely the reason. Yeah. But I love it. Thank you. Um, I'm so, not mad at it. So I found, I found, I found, a, I found a funny question. So <laughs> you're going to do this new business model. You're yep. going to give away cash the first That's year. That's a funny Let's, question. This is going to be funny. Okay, okay. We're going to get past that you. point. Okay. So we're past the cash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And now we're actually thinking Mr. Beast, oh, which is like the cool, the cool like jobs, the cool competitions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the funniest, coolest competitions you can come up with that has cash prizes? Competition. Yeah, like for Mr. Beast style. If you watch those Ooh. videos, it's always something crazy. Are you going to do that kind of stuff? What it. is it? I think... I know I, what mine is. I would love to. I know what mine is. All right, please tell me yours. <laughs> please tell me yours. It's totally <laughs> well, his turn. Well, it's your turn. It's your turn. No, but uh, I'm a gentleman. Please. Oh, oh, oh. Well, ladies first. Well, thank ladies you. First. Ladies say, first? Oh, in that case. Um, <laughs> so my idea is having a slip and slide competition because I am a redneck. Like who no. slides the furthest on oh, the same slide? Yeah. That'd that, be, that's a good idea. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. We have to stop directly on the red tape to win the yeah. million dollars or right. something. Yeah. Oh. Uh, All covered in soap. That'd be so hard. Made me think right. of like, you know, like water parks. But like, think of a water park ride or just a roller coaster ride. And like, whoever can do it the most times in a row without, row without, oh. stop, without oh. stopping. No. Oh, Absolutely that'd not. be awesome. That would be awesome. Oh. That'd be awesome. I'd I wouldn't sure. even compete. Oh. Like, I wouldn't even like, try. Like, literally just meet people at the like craziest roller coaster in America. Yeah. And just say, all right, if, if like the whenever, one that goes whenever out, you have to get off, then the one that goes yeah. out at 200 miles an hour and then twists back. <clears throat> oh, yep. dude, just keep no going way. forward Top and back. We'll, we'll get there at 9 a.m. and oh it doesn't God. close till midnight. Oh my and just God. be like, all right, who can stay on the longest? There's no way. That's hilarious. <laughs> You'd have to sign just, a medical wanna, release for the show. Oh, for that. sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we've heard our answers. What's yours? My my answer. I didn't have one. Well, you got it. You got to come up with one. I just all for time. Oh man. Yeah. Best competition for a Mr. Beast style business giveaway. Style business business giveaway. Yeah, has to be a business giveaway. Has to be business themed. Business themed. Okay, mine's not that funny, but I think I would have a whole bunch of business like a whole bunch of entrepreneurs run around some busy downtown city. 
and the first one that could get a business owner to agree to invest in their business idea straight from first oh, conversation has to be a minimum wins, amount. Wins a hundred thousand dollar investment into their company. Oh, I love that. That'd oh, like a like a one thousand. How much? How much would it be? Five grand. <clears throat> uh, let's say five. First time you meet, you five grand's probably all you're gonna get. So let's say or, five or two like, grand, maybe. Yeah, you set someone loose in a city, and yep. you're like, you go somewhere that you think has maybe people with enough disposable income that would agree to invest in your company yeah. right now. Yeah. And you got to go to random people. Oh, that's genius. Because if you have a great that's, idea and you ask me for 3000 I mean, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm having ice cream, three grand ice cream and someone came up there and be like, hey, dude, I, I do this, here's my that, that, and I need three grand. I yep. mean, I, I have said yes before. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like, just right there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, dude came to me about truck flipping business, and I was like, Sounds cool. Let's do it. And I wired them like 18 grand or something. Yeah. You know, and it's worked out well. So, I mean, oh, I'd be all for that. Oh, man. That'd be awesome. I See, mean, they exist. That's a good idea. I think you we're, do we're idea guys. Yeah. Well, he's the idea guy. I'm more of the roll, roll my eyes. And he likes to stomp ideas make out. Things. Yeah, I like to stomp out. But I stomp out a lot of the stupid ones, to be fair. So, right. You, you know, have like, like, live, you like, have like live fitness TV. Oh, like mirror oh. workouts. There's a very specific reason like, he's mentioning. I came up with all this stuff before it existed. Oh. And he was like, it's a terrible idea. It's yeah, never going to go the dumbest anywhere. thing I've ever heard in my life. Two years later, a billion yeah. dollar industry. Yeah. You Once know, the one, we'll, we'll cast off with this, but uh, the one that always kills me is Burn Boot Camp. Do you remember oh, that yeah. story? Okay, so yeah. I, I got to tell you the story. It's a funny story to tell on air too, but um, so Christian and I are 21 years old. We were personal trainers, also about 30 pounds a piece ago. <laughs> and oh. um, we, uh, so we were personal trainers and the owner of Burn Boot Camp, his name is uh, Devin Klein. And he came into our gym where we were personal trainers. And his original niche for Burn Boot Camp, you know how huge Burn Boot Camp is now. They have 200 franchises or something. Um, he came up to us and, and he said, this is my idea. You know, want to see if you guys will partner with us because he had nothing. I mean, he barely had mats to do stuff with. He was doing parking lot workouts. He was, he was coming to us to see if, you know, he could get equipment or rent it or something like that. We politely said no. We weren't mean or anything like that or whatever. And Devin and I have since spoken about this exact incident. But, um, you know, his original idea was a fit community of moms. So that was his niche, a community of moms. And uh, as soon as he left, I was like, that shit ain't ever going to work. And then you see how big Burn Boot Camp ah, is now. But that's, that's, it, now he's probably sure. a $500 million gym for Easily, easily like, one of the biggest, for sure. One, for sure. Yeah. And the following. Yeah, is oh, just enormous. religious. Well, he created. I mean, he created a cult. And, He's passionate and, about it. Though. Yeah, I wasn't going to use the word cult. Yeah, I, but I thought it. <laughs> but but you're exactly right. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be rude because that has bad connotations. Well, no, no, no. But, but I didn't like, mean it that way. I was, about, like, I, yeah. I was about to say yeah. cult, and I was like, yeah, yeah. religious following. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. It's like, yeah, I, I want to be in the like people want to be in that. Yeah. So we have, but we have. Uh, I I don't want to say profited off of his amazing influence, but. Um, I use Burn Boot Camp as an example quite frequently, both in both in saying yes to decisions and also in in creating making people your fans, right? Yeah. Because that's essentially what he did. He had this fit community of moms. It was his original niche. You can look it up, and they would have bumper stickers on the car. Every everyone that was involved with Burn Boot Camp, they were supporting each other. He created community, and the next thing you know, he's you know this thing grows. He gets a bigger and bigger facility, and then franchises out. So well, it's incredible, Clifford. Thank you so much for joining us today, um, man. Um, I think I think it's safe to say that uh, that he was our best second time guest. We're gonna have to tell Rich. Oh, I think, yes. I think. he and I are so competitive. <laughs> Thank you. I'm right now. If you could post that on Facebook, we will. and tag him. Just I really him. appreciate Just to mess it. With. Well, he missed out last night because he's in Cabo, so we got to give him a hard time anyway. I know. I saw so. he's just playing golf right now. Oh, very jealous. Gotta love that. But very guy. happy for him. Yeah, Clifford. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.